My name is Merrill Dubrow, CEO of Mark Research and a 35-plus year veteran of the Insights Community and the host of our podcast, On The Mark. Welcome to another On The Mark and Merrillism. 25 mistakes CEOs make. You know, this one's a little bit different. I was recently reading an article published by CEO Coaching International, and I thought it was very, very interesting to see how many of the 25 mistakes that CEOs make that I actually made or struggled with. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the 25 mistakes and break them into five buckets. I'm going to read five at a time and then I'm going to comment about them. So here we go. Here are the first five mistakes that CEOs make. Number one, they're not clear on what they really want. Number two, they don't communicate how their employees fit into that vision. Number three, they don't live or communicate their values. Number four, they do not set clear action plans with their team at the start. Thus, the results they expect fall short. They don't review their annual plans every quarter. You know, those five seem to be all about communication. And I truly am a big fan of communicating. I have many activities to support that, like Ask Merrill sessions, where I have somebody on my team randomly pick six people and I spend 30 minutes on a Zoom call with them with no agenda. I have a business update every Monday where I address the company, the entire company, for about 20 minutes. We have senior management meetings weekly and talk to all my direct reports very often. I would say on those five, I need to approve on a few. They don't review their annual plans every quarter. You know, it's easy for me to say that we do that, but I would say we're not as judicious as we should. So I'm going to give myself a strike for that mistake. They do not set clear action plans with their team at the start. That's the results they expect fall short. I think we're a little bit not as strict on that as we could be. I think we have plans. We don't follow up as often as we could. We do on probably most, but not all. So I'm going to go with two mistakes out of five for me so far. The next five are they run their own annual planning session because nobody knows the company as well as they do. They are often unaware of their blind spots is number two in this five list. They are not transparent, bringing distrust, suspicion, and frustrating among employees. They have a poor attitude. They ignore brutal facts of their own reality, thinking they will magically get better. Without question, I have failed on the first one. They run their own annual planning session because nobody knows the company as well as I do. You know, I don't think in my 19 years here I've ever brought in somebody to do that. It's usually led by myself or a number of different members of the leadership team. And I failed on that, for sure. I'm definitely aware of my blind spots. I'm not saying I don't have any, but often I have really solid self-evaluation, self-awareness, and ask team members what I can do better and what I need to work on often. I do believe I always have a positive attitude and try and communicate 24-7, and I never ignore the brutal facts in a situation. I would say I'm aware of them, but at times, I don't react as quick as I should because the timing isn't always right. So I'm going to say that's one and a half more mistakes because I'm going to give myself on that last one a half a mistake. So in that batch, I've got three and a half mistakes out of 10 in total. The next five mistakes that CEOs make are they do not manage cash flow. They don't track critical KPIs. They do not own or differentiate their company's values proposition. They do not cultivate key relationships. They make excuses about why they cannot fire an underperformer. Well, let me tell you, 
I truly believe the first two, managing cash flow and track KPIs, are a strength of mine. So I haven't failed those. You know, over time, we've added a, a few more KPIs that today aren't perfect. So I am actually going to knock myself a half a mistake since we could do better on KPIs because they need to change often. And if you haven't done that, I think you should take a look. Internal, external relationships are important and critical to success. I think I'm good at that, but can have improvement. So that's another half a mistake for me. Over time, we've gotten much better for not making excuses about what we cannot fire an underperformer. I would say culture is very important for me, and I consider this team my family. So that's hard for me. I have realized that thanks, Susan and others, for stressing that sometimes you're making the situation better for a person if they are asked to leave and explain that they're not happy, we're not happy. So I am going to say that we've done improvement on that, but I'm still up to four and a half mistakes with 10 to go. The next five, they won't pay top market rate for A players. They don't put the right people on the company bus. They try to do everything and do not delegate. They are loose on personal accountability. And number 20 is they micromanage and frustrate top performers. At Mark, we pay fair above average, but there's always a company that will pay more. So that's a fail for me. We try hard to put the right people on the company bus and do, and do delegate well, since a few people, I believe, can't do everything. But I got to tell you something. I think that's also a fail because unless we believe the person can handle a situation, we probably are a little reluctant to give them a chance and should, and that's a fail. The reason is I think we do that is given the responsibility to people before they're ready, I think we need to let them, you know, work into the position. I think that's a good thing and we need, that, that allows growth and surprises can happen, but that's still a fail. So that's two more mistakes for a total of six and a half out of 20. And here are the last five. They don't prioritize high payoff activities. They don't think big enough. They make excuses about why they cannot fire an underperformer. They don't take care of themselves or spend enough time with their family. They don't spend enough time enjoying life and the journey they're on. I love the five, but won't score well, but I love them. I just noticed that they make excuses about why they cannot fire a performer. We, that's actually in there twice. It was in there on the, 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 the first 10, and it's in there on the last five. So I don't need to judge that. But the reality is... They don't prioritize high payoff activities and they don't think big enough. I think at times working for Omnicom, these two items weren't always allowed. So for most of my career in the 19 years that I've been at Mark, they are a fail. And I also say they don't take care of themselves or spend enough time with family. 100% a fail. This is a problem for me. It is a fail. Yes, I've gotten better, but I got a long, long way to go. They don't spend enough time enjoying life and the journey they're on. I, I've struggled with this, but I have close friends, thanks Steve and others who have really helped me with this. So not a fail, but I think a watch. So that's three more fails. For a total of nine and a half fails out of 25. Wow, I'm not sure I am a good CEO. Again, another shout out to CEO Coaching International who put this list in PDF together. Nice work. To my fellow CEOs, I issue you a challenge. Give this podcast some thought. We're going to make available the PDF, go through it. Process that information and let me know how many mistakes on this list you've made. Chances are less than me. And I also want to know what's the hardest for you. 
My name is Merrill Dubro. Thanks for listening to today's On The Mark podcast and Merrillism 25 Mistakes CEOs Make. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay well, stay safe, and please, please stay in touch. Thank you.